So the big question is, how can physical therapists create a successful career earning six figures or more and give patients the care they need without relying on insurance companies for reimbursement? If you want to learn the answers to those questions and more, then you've come to the right place. My name is Dr. Aaron LeBauer, physical therapist, business coach, serial entrepreneur, and author of the Cash PT Blueprint. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, welcome back to the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast. Uh, this is Aaron LeBauer, and we're on location in Breckenridge, and my guest today is Kyle Womack from Move OKC and Move R Move RX. Yep. Awesome. So we decided, well, we're up here. What did we do? We spent the Saturday, Sunday at their mastermind retreat. Right. And I said, hey, I want to go skiing. I love skiing. And let's go. And some of the guys were like, no, but we snowboard. Right? Yeah. So we just finished a day of uh, skiing and snowboarding. We thought we'd do it. Another in-person Cash PT lunch hour. It's been like three or four years since I've done one of these. So Kyle, thanks for coming, dude. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was great. Today, was great this morning. morning was killer. Yeah. Um, okay, so just... Uh, Five, maybe less than five minutes. Introduce yourself. I just want to know, like, who do you help? Um, what do you do? Um, and tell us a little bit about your business. Yeah. Um, so we have I have uh, two clinics in Oklahoma City. Um, well, let's back up. Let's make this more fun. So we're, let's do the original yeah. story. So, so I started a practice outside of a CrossFit gym um, in Oahu, Hawaii. And basically it was just because I had a friend that had a gym and she said, hey, if you ever want to come see if anybody wants to work with you. Um, I was just starting my practice. I was driving around seeing people at their houses. And she's like, if you want to come see if anybody wants to work with you, then come on by. And so I went there one night. I got there and she said, hey, if you, can you give a 10-minute presentation on mobility and why it's important? And I was like, mm -hmm. sure. And so I just threw something together, pulled out a whiteboard, started writing down stuff. And I got five clients that night. Nice. So I was like, okay, this might actually work. So I like came home and talked to Jen and I was like, hey, people actually want me to help them. <laughs> so so we um, that turned into, you know, she asked me, well, you can come back anytime you want. So I came back the next day and had five more clients. And then, um, and then eventually I said, hey, could I just pay you to have a key to the gym so I could see people here? Yeah. And so that was the first time that I paid rent was for a, the corner of a CrossFit gym over by the wall balls. And, um, and that was like my first location, I guess yeah. you would say. And yeah. then I would just go between different gyms throughout the island. And, um, did, did you have a little table in the corner? I'd or? bring it with me everywhere yeah. I go. Yeah. Bring yeah. my little awesome. table, my bag of stuff and, you know, my floss band, my, uh, my scraping tool and, you know, all those things. And, um, so I would just bring it from gym to gym. So I'd go to three different gyms on the island. And then, um, one weekend we went over to Kauai and my wife and I were like, I think we're supposed to move here. So mm. we did so we shut down the practice note in Oahu and moved over to Kauai and did the same thing there just found there's three gyms that or four maybe four gyms that I did the same thing in in Kauai and then um and then we thought okay there was one night we were up late talking and we it was like we heard that we were supposed to go to Oklahoma City and we were yeah. like well okay let's do it and and didn't really make sense because everything was kind of going pretty well in Hawaii and we're, we're from Oklahoma, Oklahoma originally, Both so that was, uh, she's from, my wife's from Tulsa okay. and then I'm from Oklahoma City, so okay. we're Oklahoma born and raised, Yeah, and so we were like, okay, let's go to Oklahoma, so we went back to Oklahoma, and we are like, this is going to be great, there's tons of gyms here, there's a lot of people, you know, we'll be able to make this work, and then the world shut down two weeks later. And oh, so, wow. Oh, yeah, wow. That so was, was like March 2020. Was, we moved there March 3rd, 2020. 
we were at the Thunder game that shut the world down. Wow, yeah. we were there. And um, so, yeah, so we thought, oh, boy, now what do we do? You know, so. Did you move there for, like, a job? Or did you just move there to do the same thing? I there and I did the same thing. Yeah, yeah I was like, I just was going to start it up. Yep. And so I had a location set, uh, well, actually two locations that had, had agreed to let me be there. And then I ended up, um, yes, yeah, so then we got things going, then it shut down and, you know, kind of with everybody, we all had to figure out what we we're going to do. So I became a well-educated Postmate driver mm-hmm. and worked on the taco truck. <laughs> and, um, and that was, I'd, I'd worked on the taco truck all day long. And because people could weren't going to restaurants, they were hiring the taco truck to come to neighborhoods. So mm-hmm. we'd go to the neighborhoods and we'd sling tacos all day and then come home, get in the car, throw all the kids in the car and go drive Uber Eats and DoorDash yeah. all night long. Wow. And that's how we figured out how to pay rent. Yeah. And, um, so we did that for probably not that long, but what seemed like forever. And then, and then our practice started building. And yeah. then, um, what time do you remember what part of the year that you started seeing clients again? Like, was it like I, the summer before you started seeing clients or I'd probably say like May, yeah. probably around May is whenever we started at least like, it became a little more okay to mm-hmm. kind of have people coming in and out. Right. That's when gyms kind of started opening up a little bit more in yeah. Oklahoma city. And, um, and then I was able to do some workshops and, you know, some, some of the local competitions kind of started popping up mm-hmm. and that's, you know, that's kind of our main, the main thing we do is for, for at least for marketing is, um, is we go and we do free workshops at, at gyms and we also, uh, we'll set up at every CrossFit fitness competition within an hour's drive. Like yeah. we're there, um, even some beyond that, but we, that's what we did. So every weekend we were doing something. Yeah. Awesome. What, um, at that time, cause I remember, I think I'm just thinking back, like some, some clinics were able to stay open. Some had to shut down. Some people were able like the gyms they were in had to shut down and they could get access to them as a PT and others couldn't. Yeah. Was, was there anything like that or was it, it was too new for you? And you didn't have the momentum to really make that work. I only had two clients started. Yeah. So by the time it shut down, I'd only had, uh, I think two, I'd done two evals mm-hmm. and, um, I had, I think one of those actually came in for an in-person visit. Yeah. And then, so I'd switched to everything virtual, um, which, you know, for my three people, yeah. you know, two, three people that I had, yeah. um, which that sucked. Yeah. And I don't ever want to do that again, but, um, but yeah. And then around May, Jim's kind of started opening up. We were, we, I was technically probably able to see people in right. the clinic because we were a um, healthcare, healthcare facility, yeah, but but no one really wanted to come yeah. in. And yeah, so, like when we were, we closed down, and I want to say it was June before we could really start. It was June? Was it June? But there was 30 days where I couldn't even get a hand sanitizer. That's crazy. You know, it was like, we couldn't, I, I placed three orders, and they all got canceled. Yeah. And it was like, so we could open up and sometime in May, but it was by, wasn't June. I think it was June that we could like yeah. actually bring people in because I couldn't clean anything. Well, I think there was like distilleries making yeah. hand sanitizer at the time. Like I yeah. remember I had some friends that had some distillery hookups and they were like, well, do you want some hand sanitizer? <laughs> I mean, it like smelled like tequila. I like, well, maybe, I guess it's all we can find. <laughs> right. Yeah. So let's, so you get things started. When did, when did you stop? Like what, what changed? When did you stop driving like Uber Eats and taco truck and start your business full time? Um, that was probably, I'd say late July or August, mm-hmm. okay. probably around there, yeah. um, was whenever I didn't really need to work on the taco truck yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, it was, and, and that was whenever kind of, we started picking up and, and started getting a little bit busier and, um, 
Yeah, and, and also during the summertime is kind of when some of the competitions will start picking back up again yeah. and, and all that. But yeah, I'd Were they like, happening outside or was it? Yeah, most of them, they would do them outside mostly yeah. or they would have them like, it was, it was like these uh, almost like underground competitions. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, you walk in, every door's open, fans everywhere. Yeah. And there's like signs that are like, don't stand within six feet of people. Yeah. Don't wash your hand. Do, da, 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 da. Nobody's yeah. doing any of the rules. Yeah. But they're like, we had to put the rules to let this thing go. Right. right. Um, but that was, yeah. you know, it was, a, it was an interesting time. When did things, um, was there, was it like steady growth or was there a point where, you know, things went, you know, like just went up and we started, like you started getting really good traction? I would say, I mean, because this wasn't like the first time I had opened, yeah. I, I was expecting, you know, anytime that, at least for, for us, anytime we opened a clinic, whether it was Oahu or Kauai or Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. it, it was kind of this like gradual wave, but it, the trend, it trends upward, but there's peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I would say it wasn't any different. You yeah. know, it was, we'd have one month that was great. The next month we were like, we don't know what we're doing anymore. And then the next month's like, we're crushing it. And then yeah. it was another month of like, well, that was okay. And then it just kept building and building and building um, to the point to where, you know, that was, that was 2020. So then I think in 2021 is when we brought on our first um, a pelvic health PT's uh, contract and she she basically came to me and saying hey I'm wanting to open a practice mm-hmm. um, you know I'm not liking being in the insurance model anymore she was a friend of mine from a clinical rotation I had and I was like well if you want like like you can you can work as a contractor for me while you build up your business mm-hmm. and so she stayed with me for a while like a year year and a half I think nice and um, and then she got to where her business was where she could go on her own and I was like hey we knew this day was coming I'm, yeah. I'm proud of you good job so so then she's she's doing full time with her business now. Oh nice. Um, and then yeah, and then now like currently I have um, two full time clinicians in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. and they're um, they're just crushing it. Yeah, they're awesome. Awesome. And then um, so let's say twenty. Twenty twenty three right now. Twenty twenty three now. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a blur. <laughs> twenty twenty two. So last year um, we started working together like April. I think it's April. Yeah. April. What problem were you encountering last year, last spring, when you were like, all right, I need to do something different or need to Yeah, so, so in April, well, let's back up uh, two months from there. Yeah. Um, in February, Jen and I, my wife, Jen and I had been basically saying, you know, we're kind of wanting to move back to Hawaii. And so we were, we were trying to figure out like, what does that look like? Because every time we'd moved previously, it was shut everything down, start all over again. And I wasn't quite sure that I necessarily wanted to do that again, Mm -hmm. but we wanted to be in Hawaii again. So we started just exploring options of, okay, what do we, how, how do we do this? And so I, at the time I was like, well, maybe if I can make some online courses, Mm -hmm. then I can at least have something in the middle ground until we get to Hawaii. So that way we can fund that. Well, that led to me. I think I, I, you know, I've listened to your podcast for a long time, but you know, Sorry, you know, sorry about it, but like, I don't, I don't follow every episode, Yeah. but I hadn't listened to you in like a long time. Yeah. And I was just like skimming through podcasts and I saw Aaron LeBauer and Jess Jenny, you know, online courses. I was like, Hey, that's cool. I need to listen to some online, I need to learn about online courses. Yeah. So I clicked on that and, and then listened to you interviewing Jess. Um, and which is so fun to think now, like a year later, all, how all these relationships have form but yeah. I was like listen to you and Jess and I was like wow that sounds great I should learn how to build online courses so I sent her a message on Instagram 
and she contacted me or her VA or somebody contacted me. And, and then it started this conversation to where she said, well, how about I'm running a deal now? If you buy a PT BizCon ticket yeah. for PT BizCon, this is 2021, 2022, sorry, yeah. then you can get my course for free. And I was like, well, that's a great deal because yeah. the ticket's cheaper than your course and I get both of them. So, <laughs> so that sounded like a no brainer. So took the, I did PT BizCon or I called, she called in, uh, called me just to ask what I was looking for. Yeah. And she was basically during that, I told her, well, you know, I'm, I have this practice built up. I had just hired, um, one of my first full-time clinicians and I either need to shut it down or figure out what to do because we're wanting to move before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And she was like, why would you move or, or not? Why would you move? Why would you, why would you shut it down? She was like, you're doing really well. Yeah. Like, well, I think that's what I have to do. Cause I won't be here. How much money were you guys doing? I think we were probably close to somewhere around 20 ish. Yeah. Probably around there, about twenty thousand a month. You, you and another person. Me and then I just yeah. bought him one. So it was, it was basically like I, I think I had probably got to around twenty ish yeah. myself with, a, um, and that was also as the pelvic girl was like, uh, she was just starting to phase yeah. out a little bit, and so it was mostly me with some little sprinkles of the other two, and then, and then Keegan who's with me now, like yeah. he he built up very quickly yeah. and, and got things going, but, um, but she was like, why if you're doing that, like why don't you just keep it going? And, so I thought, well, I've never thought about that, mm-hmm. but I don't know how I could do that. And she goes, I think you need to like join the mastermind program. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like a lot of us are always skeptical. It's like we hear like, okay, well, what's this? And what's it cost? And what's the, is it worth it? And there's all these different questions. And then and I was like, well, I don't know. And she goes, well, I want you to think about it. She's like, let's, let's schedule another call and talk a little bit more deep about this. Mm-hmm. And then... So then PT BizCon happened and I'd listened, I think it was, I believe it was Ben Baggy. Yeah. He, he spoke last year. Right. Yep. And, and I had, so I got off the phone with her of saying like, Hey, there's a possibility that you could do this. And I was like, okay. And then I clicked on, I was actually snowboarding at that time also PT BizCon. Yeah. So I didn't get to actually watch it live. So I was watching the recordings while I was driving. I was listening to the recordings while I was driving. I was not watching the recordings, <laughs> while, I was to the recordings while I was driving. And I, and it was like, Hours after I had talked to Jess and she was like, and this being back and comes on, he's like, yeah, yeah, I've got clinics here and there. And then I've just had to set up my systems, run them remotely. I came home and told Jen, I was like, we're doing it. I was yeah. like, like, this is going to happen. We're, we're going to keep Oklahoma city. We're going to build, we're going to build something in, in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so that, I mean, that's very long winded, but, yeah, um, that's awesome. but that, that happened. And then about a week later, um, so at that point, so then I, I went back to Keegan who had just started with me. Mm-hmm. And basically I told him, I was like, well, here's, I know you've been with me for like two weeks now. And, um, here's what our thoughts are. Either we can shut this thing down and shake hands and say, it's been fun, mm-hmm. or we can build this thing up and see what happens. And he went on and talked to his wife. He called me that night and said, Hey, like I've, this is my favorite place I've worked. Like, I love the people we work with. I love, I love the business you've built. He said, let's build it up and see what happens. Yeah. So that was a year ago. Yeah. And then about two weeks, I believe after, after we'd kind of thought, okay, let's, let's build this up and see what happens. I got an email from a girl named Shay and she had, um, she had told me that, Hey, I'm about to graduate physical therapy school. I've been in Oklahoma city CrossFit scene for like you know, eight to 10 years. So I know everybody there, all my friends come and see you. Uh, have you thought about hiring anybody? Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, Perfect so basically it was, 
so then our, that conversation started. I had to wait for her to graduate and pass her board's yeah. exam. And then I, tr I trained her for a couple months. And, and then she was like, hey, what if, what if we open a second location? She's yeah. like, you know, there's a, there's a gym down in Norman that, that uh, is basically all my family. So what would you think about us opening a place down there? And I go down there most of the week and come up to Oklahoma City one day a week. Mm -hmm. Sure, let's do it. And so, so currently we have, we have two locations, or one in one Oklahoma City, one in Norman. Okay. And they're both running full time. Dude, that's awesome. How far yeah. apart is Norman? Is it pretty far? It's about a 30 minute drive okay. or something like that. Is it yeah. a distinct city or is it part of the outer? Um, I'd, I'd say it's, it's, I'd say it's some, it's a distinct city. I wouldn't quite call it a Oklahoma city suburb. Yeah. Um, it's where like university of Oklahoma is. Okay. So that has kind of its own feel to it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it, there's a pretty good little separation yeah. there. Awesome. Yeah. What, um, what was the hardest thing for you in, in building your business so far up to this point that we're talking about in this story? I would say giving stuff away. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to do everything. I mean, I wanted to see everybody. I wanted to have, I wanted everybody to email or call me and then I wanted to have a phone call mm -hmm. because I was the one that had put the time and the energy into figuring out what do I say and how do I say it. And I thought that I was the only one that could do that right. Yeah. You know, and, and so I was very, I wanted to be hands on on everything. And like, I was still doing every social media post. I was still responding to every email, every phone call, every, all these things. And I also, you know, have a wife and three kids that I like. And so it's like, I, I, there was just this struggle between like, I want to run a good business, but I also want to make sure I'm there for my family. Mm -hmm. And, and so I was always kind of at this trying to make sure I can get all my calls and everything done. And things were just falling through the cracks because I wasn't able to get to all of it. And, um, once I, which, and that's basically like our first phone call yeah. was whenever I was coming on a mastermind, you had basically told me, you know, you need to have somebody else doing these things. You know, like you, you don't need to be answering emails and, and phone calls. Like you focus on the thing you're good at and mm -hmm. let's delegate out the others. And so that's whenever um, we brought on Graham, who's um, basically our, our administrative staff. And she, she does phone calls and all those things way better than I could have dreamed. Yeah. You yeah. know, and so I'm like, here I thought that I was the only one that could do it, and this is my little special thing. And really, Graham's way better than me. <laughs> you know? Isn't that amazing? And so, and, and even just like, you know, even, you know, Keegan and Shay, it was yeah. like I was trying to show them how to do everything perfectly right. Um, and I had given them a lot of freedom and like, hey, here's here's kind of a framework on how we assess, mm -hmm. how you want to, I, I trained Shay on like how to treat things, but also was like, hey, if you find things that work better for you, like use them. And then I kind of trained her through our sales process and all that. And then, you know, she goes out there and had like sold like five or six packages in the first week. And yeah. I was like, okay, well, I told you and I, and I told her, I was like, it's not this easy. About it. And, and she was like, maybe just because they know me and whatever. I was like, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, her numbers are still good. You know, like she's still crushing everything, you know, and it's, I don't know. It's just, it's really fun. But I would definitely say the hardest thing is, um, Giving away the things giving that away you're, when, when the business got to that point, yeah. the hardest thing starting up business. So like if I'm talking to somebody that's starting up a business, the hardest thing was the peaks and valleys of business. Mm -hmm. And especially when you come from, you know, a traditional model where it's like, you're not getting paid very well, but you know what you're getting paid. Right. And it's like, okay, we can budget off of that. And like my wife and I are, we're budgeting ninjas. Like yeah. we budget everything. And, and so we would know, okay, this is how much we're getting paid this month then we would just start reverse engineering how much we need, what do we need to do to pay our bills and eat and you know, do fun stuff. Yeah. 
but whenever you have a month, it's like, you know, you finally start getting like, oh, we had a $10,000 month. We're doing something. And then it's like 3,000. Yeah. Oh, and then it's like 12 and then like six. And it's like, what's it's an emotional what is budget? It is, too, right? it is. You don't know, like, are we actually doing things right? Are we not? Yeah. Like, are, are we, you know, are we gonna starve? But, but it, you just, just stick with it. And yeah. then those peaks and valleys still happen. You know, like still month to month, like, yeah, you know, our December, January was pretty low. And then our February is looking really good. And it's like, it's just, it's just bigger numbers, but the same peaks and valleys. Right. Right. If there was one thing about, um, hiring that, uh, that you could like share, is it like a mistake or is it a way that you found people? Is it something that you did in training them? Like what was the key to bringing on, um, staff in a way that like they're crushing their sales goals? They're treating patients and you feel like you trust them. Is there like something you did or didn't do that you think is valuable? The, as far as like the hiring part, I don't have a lot of advice on that because mm -hmm. both of them fell on my lap. Yeah. You know, and, and it was both of them ended up just kind of showing up and saying, Hey, I'd love to work for you. And I was like, mm -hmm. this is great. Um, I know there will be a day where I have to actually make an ad. Right. And I will, we'll have that conversation that day. <laughs> but I would say something that I would, that I, I feel like I probably did well with Shay and Shay, you can chime in and let us know what you think on this yeah. one. But what I think we, I did well with her was our first interaction, whenever she had told me she wanted to work for me and I basically said, what do you want for your job? Mm. And so basically said, how much do you want to work? How much do you want to get paid? Who do you want to see? Where do you want to be? Is there days you want off? You know, what, how do you want this to be structured? And so she had said, Hey, I want to make this amount. I want to work these days, you know, and I told her all this stuff before, like we sat down mm -hmm. Like I wanted her to have time to think about this and talk to her husband and, and come up with like her dream job. Right. And then I felt like my job was to provide that dream job. Yeah. And so, um, so basically we said, okay, you want to, you want to make this amount. Here's how much I'm going to pay you. Here, you say you want to work this many hours. Well, here's the number of people we need to see in those times for mm -hmm. this amount. And basically we just did math yeah. and said, okay, well, if we want to, if you want to make that amount, you need to see this many people a week. Okay. Well, let's divvy those up between the four days that you want to work. Uh -huh. And then once you have that full schedule, you're on track to making that yeah. amount. Did and that amount, did that math work out the first time? Yeah. 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 She, and it, I mean, it worked out, um, I mean, of course it took a little bit to kind of build a schedule up. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's a animal and she's, yeah. she's so good at marketing herself yeah. and everything too. But, um, but yeah, it, it all, it ended up being, I think, I think she had maybe like a, just a little bit for the beginning part, kind of overshot what she wanted to make, mm -hmm. you know, which is fair. And I would, I would yeah. suggest somebody do that. Um, but then, but we had had conversations about, Hey, for these first three or four months, don't, it's probably not going to look like you're making that amount. Right. But I was like, give it just a couple months. And then right now she, she's yeah. well on track for that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, probably, probably way over where she wanted. Yeah. Are see. you doing salary, salary plus bonus or all commission? Um, they're also, both of mine are 1099s. Okay. And so, so we do per visit. Okay. Yeah. So we do a per visit and then if they get over 20 visits per week, then we do a bonus uh -huh. bonus for those visits. Yeah. How do you track it? So it's simple. Um, so we, we use a very, um, confusing to other people looking Excel spreadsheet. Okay. Um, and that's just what we've used and I have it all built out and there's mm -hmm. formulas. It's very destructible. So yeah. If somebody came in and messed up our Excel spreadsheet, we would have to, uh, 
I'm yeah. a software engineer. Do they fill it out or do you go back no, and look at the schedule? Well, Jim does. Yeah, Jim does. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, that's one thing for me. I'm like, I want it simple and I don't want to have to go sit at the end of each month and track all yeah. this stuff. Um, yeah, we, Jim does that. I'm, I've heard, like, Owen, I think, mm-hmm. has them send a, send a, basically, uh, not an invoice, but like a timesheet or something yeah. in and then they yeah. just double check it. That's not a horrible idea, actually. Right. Um, this is just kind of what we've done for now. I, w- I would imagine, though, if we get to where, you know, we, we have a lot of things in the horizon coming up in the next year. And so if we get to the point where it's like we have more clinicians in Oklahoma City mm-hmm. and I'm working on building another clinic in Oahu, like if we get multiple clinicians there, um, I can already tell that Jim will say either yeah. we need to figure something out or I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> right. right. Is, and, and are they 1099 because that's what they wanted or? Yeah. 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 That's what they wanted. They, um, you know, basically they, I'd said, Hey, we can either do like a salary type thing and kind of have that set up or we can do it in a way that's kind of an eat what you kill mm-hmm. and, and there's no cap, yeah. you know, if you want to work 9,000 hours in a week, send it, Yeah. go for it, yeah. you know, and if you don't, don't. And, um, you know, I, I feel like it was, um, for me, it was a really good way also to learn to have employees because we were at the, we were at the point where we were like just making enough to where it made sense to have an employee, um, or to have another clinician. But it also, it it felt, I mean, just kind of like, honestly, it felt safer for me yeah. too. Cause if they're not seeing people like I don't have to pay them. Right. Right. And so, um, but then it makes it to where too, like the more they want to see, the more that I pay them. Yeah. So the, and are they, do they have responsibilities outside of the time they're treating like sales marketing stuff? Or is that um, nothing only? that's within that payment structure. Yeah. Um, but, but it, it's also in, and that's the thing is when, when there's, when it's a 1099, you have, you have to be, um, careful on like how you say things and how you set it up. And I, and I'm very you know open with them about this, but like, Hey, if you don't want to do something, don't do it. Yeah. You know, like there's no obligation. Um, but if you want clients, you probably ought to go set up at a workshop. You know, or go set up at a at a competition, and so, so for that we we pay them an hourly rate, like a okay. lower hourly rate for when they go to workshops or competitions, yeah. and stuff like that. Okay, right on. And um, <clears throat> did you ever consider bringing them on as an employee and then paying them a per visit rate that way? I did, um, but I, I spoke with my CPA about it, yeah. and she was like, "Hey, if, if they're cool with this and you're cool with this, then it's like." Why, yeah. why mess up a good thing? Yeah. Right on. So, you know, I, I would imagine that maybe there was a day that we do that. Um, but for right now, it kind of seems like everything's kind of working. Yeah. But, um, but I, if, if they, if they came to me and said like, Hey, I want, I want to change up the structure, then, you know, I'd be open to figuring yeah. out how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's pluses and minuses. Really. For sure. Yeah. Um, let's see. So you just moved to, you moved back to Hawaii and yeah. you just bought a new house in Hawaii. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Just bought a house two weeks ago. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking Yeah. Cool. Congratulations. Yeah. That was on. That was on Congratulations. the uh, okay. yeah, that's so from awesome. the first mastermind meeting. Yeah. Whenever we said, you know, look six months out, or, yeah. or I guess I started right around the time, so it had been look a year out. Mm-hmm. I, I need to pull out that actual paper, but I think I had written down that we wanted to make three hundred k in a year, and we wanted to buy a house in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and we wanted to start a clinic in Oahu. And so far, we're starting a clinic in Oahu here in two weeks. Yeah, the other two are already checked. Yeah, and and so that was um, oh, it's pretty fun to be able to have like. You know, during during those times where it's like we write out like, hey, I want this, and you know, I use the word reverse engineer a lot, mm-hmm. but Jim and I use that when, with yeah. all of our budgeting, with with time, and with our schedules and all that. Is, hey, what are the things we want? And then just okay, what needs to happen this 
like in six months, just like we do in the, in the retreats. It's like, what, what needs to happen to get this year goal? What needs to happen in six months? What needs to happen in three months? What needs to happen today? Right. Right. So, yeah. Cause if you try to do it, um, from the front or is it like front engineering? Yeah. You're like, I got to do all these things, but you don't know where you want to go and you don't, you don't have yeah. a, it, it, it may, I think it feels really difficult, yeah. doesn't it? Or yeah. impossible. Yeah, it does. And, and even down to the, you know, to the little small things like, why do I wake up at 5 a.m., do breath training, write in a journal, and read a book? Well, because if I do that enough times, that will get me to the next goal. My mentality and my ability to handle stress becomes better because I've practiced stressful breath training right. stuff. All those little small things, it's like, why would I wake up when we lived in Oklahoma? Like, why would I wake up at five in the morning and jump in a 30 degree water when it's 28 degrees outside? It's like, that sounds psychotic, you know, but I would do it and it would make, I would become yeah. more mentally tough and then I would be able to handle bigger decisions and better things. Yeah. It's just all those little things build up to big things. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So you've also started, uh, so you're big into CrossFit and you've started a move RX, which yeah. is a, um, well, maybe you should tell us, I can, yeah. I, I can summarize it, but I'm yeah, not going to get as well as you. Um, so yeah. basically what, so I've, I have two partners with, with this, um, it started what I thought was going to be something we started having these conversations probably mm -hmm. six, seven months ago. And then now it's completely shifted into a whole different thing, but What's going to be now is basically we're going to be teaching CrossFit affiliates and their coaches how to assess movement in a very simple way. Yep. And then we provide a built for you movement progression based on what they find in the assessment. Yeah. And so we'll have a very, very easy like assessment things. We'll have trainings on how to do the assessment, what you're looking for, and then... Do you train people how to scale the exercises based on what uh, that will be another that'll be an okay. aspect of it not not okay. the version one won't be okay uh, the, that'll be version two or three okay. we kind of have up to version 10 kind of almost thought yeah out. but um but initially it'll be hey this person you know like coach judy looks over and pam can't squat with the crap mm -hmm. and so then we say okay pam you know you haven't been able to squat well and you've been here for 10 years you know why can't you hit depth yeah so then coach judy will then do a quick assessment of like, okay, ankles, hips, knees, uh, core stability. So let's see, where's the breakdown? Mm -hmm. Okay, it turns out your hip flexion is horrible. And so what they do is then they'll go to the program we're building out that says, you know, Pam, her last name, her email, her phone number, hip flexion module. Yeah. And they click go. And then it will be, <clears throat> and then that will automate a sequence of texts and emails to the athlete to give them two or three things to work on throughout the week um, on the morning that they need to do this, yeah. do those exercises. Yeah. And it's basically all built for you, all white labeled under the gym's uh, branding and logos mm -hmm. and all that. And so, um, so that way the gym can provide a very professional solution to a complex problem right. without having to go through a ton of extra training and, and, and take and send their coaches to all these courses mm -hmm. to learn how to do all these things. Well, we've, we've boiled it down into simple steps and we have a very complex stuff built out, but it looks very simple. Yeah. And then they, all they got to do is put in their name, email, phone number, the thing. And then it looks like they're the hot shot of the city because, because yeah. the, you know, Coda CrossFit's hip flexion module and then day one and it gets sent to her it says, mm -hmm. Hey, coach Judy said that you need, um, this is coach Judy. Here's the thing yeah. I want you to work on. And is, do, does the athlete work on that before the 
before the class or they work on their own time? Various. Yeah. yeah. Various. Some of them, some of them will be before class. Some will be a uh, post-workout. Mm -hmm. Some will be on their own. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be simple. It'll be like two or three things, three times a week. Got it. So um, it's more of like a, the app helps the coach identify which correctives to kind of give them based yeah. on the parameters you guys have put in. Right. And then later on, it's the, if that person continues to need uh, scaling, then that's the next level. Sure. Yeah, because I've seen only the scaling, yeah. but not in a not in a, a not in a systemized way. Yeah, and not in a way to actually fix anything. Yeah, you know, there's there's like, hey, we're gonna only squat to a box. We're gonna only squat to a med ball. Or we're only gonna do this. And it's like, well, well, we're we're putting handcuffs on them, but we're not yeah. letting them figure out then what to do. Yeah, you know, to yeah. solve the problem. So this will help solve the problem. Yeah, that's awesome. And there'll be checks and balances for if, you know. Throughout, so they'll reassess in two weeks. Yeah. If things aren't getting better or it got worse, okay, we're gonna have a referral system for you know the local practitioner in their area for you know either the PT or Cairo, yeah. well the the clinic that actually knows what they're doing, you yeah. know, and actually touches barbells. Dude, that's dope. Yeah. What else is on the horizon? So there's that. There's um, gonna be opening a clinic in Oahu. Um, probably when we get back, we get back here in two weeks. Mm -hmm. So that'll be happening. Kind of you got you got on, you're doing online courses yet? No. <laughs> no, no. I told Jess that I saw it at the this weekend match point. I was like, I'm almost ready to do it on my course. <laughs> I have downloaded or I have joined and unsubscribed from Kajabi and ClickFunnels yeah. more times than I can count. But yeah. I, I've it's it's on my it's on my to do list. Yeah. I have it on there, but there's been other things. That but it's not going to move the needle yet. Yeah, it maybe I don't know. I don't know if it'll move the needle, yeah. but it seems like I have other things that. That will be moving the needle yeah. faster. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely do it. But I think the, the lesson is is that you had an opportunity in front of you, and what you were looking at was something else to solve it. But yeah. you're had you're sitting on the thing, and you didn't even see it. Exactly. And then the move RX came just based on that, and it sounds yeah. like there was a problem you identified, and it's like, hey, do we solve? How do we solve that solution? You already had the relationships yeah. and people to just right. start pulling in. Uh, Resources help partners and for sure. Like that. Yeah, it was, I mean, I, and basically that all started off because I, there was a gym owner and a CrossFit affiliate owner in Oklahoma City mm -hmm. that I had you know really good rapport with. I've worked with his wife. I've worked with almost every coach that they have. Yeah, you know, I feel like every week I get a referral from him. You yeah. know, and they're they're an amazing gym. And he had said, "Hey, there's nothing like this on the market. Like, could you build something out like this?" And yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I can build that." And then that turned into a way more complex. Wow, that's so, dope. Yeah, it'll be fun to see how it goes. Yeah. All the video's done, it should be, we should have the beta product in the next couple weeks. Dude, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, be yeah. Fun. Uh, you're speaking at PT BizCon this year, yeah. so that's, I'm excited for that. Yeah, so if you're watching and listening and you wanna come hear more about what Kyle's uh, yeah. doing, make sure you go to ptbizcon.com, uh, get a ticket, uh, but it's in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is, Quite a ways from Hawaii, so thank you for bit. coming. Yeah, yeah. Good trip. But people have yeah. been like, oh, I don't know. I live in Phoenix. I'm like, well, I got two people coming from Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So, okay. If we can do it, yeah. you can do it. Where, if someone wants to connect with you, um, where can they find yeah. you? Uh, probably Instagram is normally the best way. Kyle Womack PT. Um, it's going to be my, my uh, personal one. And then Move OKC, Move Oahu, Move.Rx. We got all, yeah. the, all the things. But, but Kyle Womack PT would be if you want to get hold of me. Awesome, dude. Thank yep. you so much. Thanks, Great. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast. Make sure you grab your ticket to PT BizCon. If you're listening to this later, go check it out because PT BizCon might be coming up again. But otherwise, um, message me, message Kyle. Um, let us know what was most helpful for you about this, and we'll see you on the next show. Peace. Thanks, guys.
Hey, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to the show. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways I can help you grow your physical therapy business. Number one, grab a free copy of my book. It's the roadmap to launch, grow, and scale your physical therapy business. Just go to cashptblueprintbook.com. That's cashptblueprintbook.com. Just cover shipping and we'll send it out to you ASAP. Number two, join our Cash PT Blueprint case study program. We're putting together a new coaching case study program this month. And if you'd like to work with me to launch a six-figure cash practice in just 90 days, send me a message over on Instagram. Find me at Aaron LeBauer on Instagram and send me a message with just the words blueprint. And we'll get back to you with all the details. Or number three, if you're an established PT business owner and you want to work directly with me and my team to take your business to multiple six and seven figures, just send me a message over on Instagram with the word private. And I'll get back to you with the details about that program too. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you next week on the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast.